Welcome to episode 180 of the <laughs> Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the man that said Chris Rogers modelled his game on Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Chris Rogers. <laughs> Next up is the man from the right side of the track's gone bad. Welcome, David. Good darts. 180. Jesus Christ. This is... Four years that I'll never get back. Is it? That's longer than four <laughs> years, isn't it? That, I think it's probably six years. I think it's a lot longer. Yeah. Six. Oh god. Next up I... is our resident off-spinning jipper. Welcome, Alex. Oh, nice. I like it. Topsy turvy, upside down world. And last... anyone can bow off. It's very easy. Well, that's true. Anyone. Alas, the man doing everything in his power to make the make the people realise orienteering is the most exciting sport in the world. Welcome, Roscoe. Welcome, Mick. Good to be here. Getting in the com games. Look out, women's cricket coming for you. Ross, with orienteering, do you wear those shoes that have the singular toes in it? Oh, you can. Oh, I've yeah. seen people do it with yeah. you. You can. Wow. Yeah, it's more You're a lifestyle allowed to. choice. <laughs> more, yeah. more a lifestyle choice. You do it choice. in Crocs as well if you want. <laughs> yeah. Can you do it barefoot? Yeah. What about to... those, remember those boots in like the 80s that make, called moon boots or whatever? You could bounce on them. They had like elastic in the book. Can you wear those? Yeah, if you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> what about Heelys? Can you wear Heelys? All those uh, ones that used to strengthen your calves with the weird like. You can put, you can put magnets in your shoes if you want. Munich. <laughs> what did you say, Paul? Munich. I said, no, mute him. Oh, I mute thought they were called Munich shoes. Nah, mute him. That's what uh, I said. Welcome to the Frederick Carroll Sock Company Studios. This is apparently a tight ship production. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. <laughs> All righty. So we're going to kick off with a little bit of Australian scheduling news because we know that's the way Roscoe likes it. Oh. So um, we're just going to talk about this summer and next summer with what's going to be going on if, for the Australian men's team. Um there was a women's team as well, but there just won't be too much talk about fucking games that might happen. So let's not worry about that for now. We can talk about the women another time. Um, so the men's um, summer kicks off um, this month as we play the Zimbos in it's three Sunday? I think, Sunday? It start, I think it actually starts Sunday, yes. Yeah, beauty. Five so, days. Um, Four. Zimbabwe have named a squad, which I haven't written down because most of the people we don't know. So it's just doing lip service to something oh, yeah. we don't really know about. So. So, like, the whole podcast, really. Um, so, September, um, we go to India to play three T20Is. Then we come back to Australia to play the New Zealanders in three ODIs. October, we play some T20Is against England, the West Indies, leading into the Beautiful. T20 World Cup. So, we've got the T20 World Cup, which the Aussies will be hosting, and that will go from October through to early November. I'm concerned it's a bit short, Mick. I was thinking, you know, maybe go for like eight weeks or something. Really. Well, you'd hope it'd be longer than the IPL at least. Like, so, yeah. yeah, it's not. <laughs> Which is disappointing. Yeah, very, extremely. So, um, uh, yes, Roscoe? Yeah, well, there's going to be really good games happening in Geelong, so that will float a lot of people's boat on this podcast so they can get along to them. Yeah, yeah. definitely thinking about attending those games. I, I worry about La Nina coming through early and... <laughs> Really, just washing out the whole World Cup, wreaking havoc with the games up and down the east coast of Australia. Yeah. Games Creek in Perth doctor. will probably be all right. Yeah. The Mogs Creek doctor flowing in across. The <laughs> uh, so in November we played three ODIs against England as well before they head off. Oh, that'll get the, the blood juices flowing. So, just yeah, have a win in three mate, game ODIs. If that series. doesn't do it for you. Oh. Nothing will. 
Jeez, and, and what's that uh, little appetizer for? Another Ashes series, perhaps? Uh, or, possibly, because just... we do play one uh, next year. But no, oh, we have right. um, we have the West Indies for a couple of tests in December. Then uh, for Boxing Day oh. and January, we have the South Africans for three tests. So much for oh. them never, ever, 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 ever playing in a Boxing yeah. Day test ever So again. important to so, them, Nick, yeah. having their Boxing Day test in there. They have, one, they have right. one at home, so how, how could they even think about playing one in Australia? Mm. I guess money talks, Mick. Yes, true. There. Especially when your, when your cricket board has fucking none and someone wants to give mm. you some. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and to finish out what would be kind of technically the summer still, for, in Feb and March, we, hit, we head to India for four tests as well. That Eek. was what I knew was coming up, Nick, when I said it. Sometime in the future, we're going to tour India. And there it is, February, March, four tests. The big news to come out of, over here. <laughs> the big news to come out in the last fortnight, Mick, was the Futures Tour program through to 2027 has been confirmed. Yes, I didn't. I had that as well, but I thought we could only do so much for their time. That's right. Well, I'll just give you a quick summary off the top of my head. <laughs> Please do, Cross. <laughs> Won't take a lot of time, Mick. No, Don't worry about it. It's all right. Um, so set your watches for 8.30 and then I'll unmute you all. Okay. <laughs> The, the highlight there was Australia India going stretching out to five oh, tests, yeah. both home and away. Uh, so that's exciting if you like playing the same team over and over again. Which and we do. Yes, I feel like we haven't other, played India enough recently. No, I feel like yeah. really why aren't they here this summer? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Mate, anyway, uh, we've got Virat Kohli's not making a run. Let's play him as often as possible. <laughs> we're, we're Probably is everyone there. else makes all the runs. <laughs> We're playing their cousins, the west of India, this summer, and then we move to we move over to the east and then into India. Yes, good good geography, David. Um, for those who do like playing the same team over and over again, what could be better than having the West Indies tour this summer, but having them tour next summer as well? As well, <laughs> yes. yes. Back to the eighties, having them here every summer, except that now they're rubbish. So there's really no point. It's hard to believe they couldn't find any other test playing nation available. And we have to play the West Indies. Yeah, what about, why well, can't we bring Pakistan out? How about a well, bit we of reciprocity? Are, so we went to actually, their country. We're actually yeah. playing Pakistan in December and then playing the West Indies in Jan and Feb. Oh, so just we're back on so, mute. So that's how, <laughs> that's how well, the five tests will, will wash ooh. out for next year's summer. So there'll be what's three happened, Pakistan tests and two West Indies tests. You might say, David, what's happened with the rescheduling of that Afghanistan test? That yes, that's over. what I was thinking about, yes. <laughs> Yes. Could we could we not manage one against Afghanistan and one oh, against I, Ireland instead I'm furious. of bringing I'm, West Indies out twice? We're, we're playing my favourite opposition, who are the Zimbabweans, mm. and I just missed out on my second favourite opposition, which was the Afghanistan team. Mm. Yes. Just breaks your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> breaks the bank balance. I think cricket Australian accountants go to sleep, curled up in the fetal position, thinking about having to host a test against Afghanistan. So... Um... Next year in June, um, we'll have another World Test Championship, which at this point, I think it's us and South Africa at the pointy end of the ball, of the table. From what I looked at, how the hell did South Africa? I don't know. Get there? <laughs> what what like... double points, I guess, if you knock off those clowns. Oh, yeah. Well, they're so good at Test cricket. Yeah. So. The, the thing that I have on my phone is I have an app and it just says World Test Champo Ladder ah. and it just, just hit it and open it. So I, like, I look up the AFL ladder, bang, there it is, and I look up the ODI Super League ladder, bang, there it is. <laughs> I look up the World Test Champo Ladder, bang, there it is. Yeah, it's really good. Everyone should get the app. It's called Footy Live. And it just doesn't have the Test Cricket ones on there. But other than that, it's got all those ladders I mentioned. Yeah. 
Uh, so then in after the World Death Champo, uh, June, July, we play uh, the Ashes in England. So five really? days there. Yep. Hmm. Then um, we go to South Africa to play some ODIs and T20s. And then we go to India oh, to play beautiful. some more ODIs in September. October, November, we hang around in India for the ODI World Cup. Oof. Then we stay in India and we play five T20Is. We're not even coming home from India. We're just hanging out. Dave Warner will be in his element. <laughs> um, then as Captain mentioned, in the side then, probably big, yeah. I imagine. Uh, then, as I said, December, we play the Pakistanis in three tests. Jan, Feb, we play the West Indies in two tests. Three ADIs and three T20Is before going to New Zealand in Feb, March, mm. for two tests and three T20Is. So that's basically the next year and a bit mapped out for the Aussie mm. side. So um, Then rolling yeah. into 2024-25, we see that that... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going I did not thankfully write any more of that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, Alexander. It seems like a um, English cricket side level of cricket for Australia for once. Yeah, seems like we're playing a lot, a lot of, of fucking cricket. Mm. We play like a lot less than we usually do on a year by year basis, but it seems a lot more than definitely over the lockdown era. Definitely more than we've been playing. Yes, Dave. Ross's point. I opened that app as well, the World Test Champo <laughs> app, Ross, and I've just discovered uh, New Zealand having a World Test Champo hangover from last oh. time. They are second bottom on the oh. ladder. Yes. Bulldog style. Yeah, that's it. But you're right, a lot of cricket out in the next sort of four years for the – who are we? Australia? Australia, yeah. Australian Test Cricket Team. Test Cricket Team, yeah. Yeah, and, a lot of cricket um, the next 12 months. I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I think it's good. And I don't mind them playing a lot of different uh, teams, to be honest. I think mm. you yeah, just... Yeah, um, the one thing. Apart from a few of the small teams like Afghanistan, that we pretty much play everyone else apart from Sri Lanka, which we did mm. play a lot last summer. So we have played them a lot. Yeah, we've recently been over there as well. Test series. Yeah. Oh, cricket think, um, incoming. Yeah, and they've been rolling with a few different squads for T20Is and ODIs for a while. I don't really have a problem with that. As it, long as the games don't overlap, Ross. I hate when yes. we have oh, two yeah, squads yeah. No, because no, you, you play in a no. test match and a T20 on the same day. No, it's rubbish. That's junk. Yeah, that's that is junk. Um, because some players will play uh, more than one format. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, they should be able to do that. And if a certain player has a you know an ODI series off or something, I don't mind that because I yep. think, well, it gives... Squad players a chance. I mean, world sport everywhere is about squads. It's not yeah. just about your starting team. It's about squads. And cricket's no different, so that's fine. And if Cricket Australia do it properly, like they usually do leading up to uh, yeah, 50-50 World Cups, then they'll mm. rotate, they'll play a whole bunch of shitters leading yeah. up to the World Cups like they usually do, just to see what they're like. They so that's yes. win the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. But that gives the test a little bit of a break, you know. You like you might yeah. pull out a diamond in the rough like a Swepson, you know, and then he'll just go into great things in the test arena <laughs> like he has so far. You're right, though. I mean, a bit of a ODI cricket's always been a bit of a testing ground for the odd player here or there yeah. to see if they're in those meaningless series that we seem yeah, to have yeah. a lot of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the only thing I'd say is uh, it'd be good if um, those T20I series were capped at three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no more ODIs. Than that. Shit. Yeah, three and three. That's it. Six, seven. Six. At least seven. Seven to eleven. Twelve, yeah. We oh, yeah, twelve perfect. It drawed six or wow. <laughs> And then you've got to play extra time in that T20. <laughs> Bowl off with the best count back. Best of 12, but everyone's a double header. So you really need to just play a fucking 80 over game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you bowl twice. So you bowl <laughs> first lot of 20. And it's oh, the imagine the game. sports scientist, Ross. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, just keep him on the treadmill the whole game. Exercise bike. Tony Lockett, exercise bike. Uh, <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. Bit out of that. All righty. Yeah. So speaking of T20 cricket, so we're going to talk a little bit about the BBL. There's been some happenings um, in the last couple of weeks. So um, the BBL draft is drawing closer and closer. As we record this, it is um, going to be this coming Monday. Um, and as we know, the boys from I'll Marvel Stadium, the, the Renegades, have the number one pick in the BBL draft, <laughs> which means they can pick one of these platinum players. Well, not one of them's already been retained by his home team, but we'll talk about that in a sec. But so um, the players to choose from are Faf Duplessis, Trent Bolt, uh, Liam Livingston, Andre Russell, the love muscle, uh, you're a dickhead, Dwayne Bravo, Big Fat <laughs> Kyron Pollard, Jason Roy, Sam Billings, David Cockwilly, Chris Jordan, Rashid Khan, and Shadab Khan. So um, the players who can be retained are the Love Muscles, Sam Billings, Chris Jordan, Rashad Khan, and Shadab Khan can be retained by their uh, teams from BBL 11, which is last season. Fuck yes, yeah. Alex. Uh, look, I'm not right really in the world of domestic T20, but Bullshit. it just seems like a big bunch of shitters for a platinum. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's who's a gun a in that? That's a gun. Oh, he's old. I don't know. Who will come out and do a singer? T20 cricket doesn't matter, Alexander. Mm. Just the name matters, you reckon. I had a quick look down the bottom of the list and I saw David Saker was in that too. So (laughs) one to look out for. You see 330 players from across the world have nominated for the draft. Is that it? We should have nominated. Fuck it. Does it cost money to nominate? 330 is a lot of international players for, what is it, six teams with, you know, squads of 15. Uh, yeah, but like, teams. if anyone oh, can apply, yeah, two of them don't really count, Ross. We know that. Yeah, that's true. Renegade and Sydney Thunder. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Rashad Khan has not hasn't been announced, but strikers have effectively said that they'll be retaining him, which shocks fucking no one at all. Um, so I think from that list, me personally, if I'm the Renegades, I'm taking the South African. I'm taking Big Faf. I think. Um, oh, welcome home, Faf. You reckon? I, I think the three. Um, West Indian blokes are towards the end of their time. I don't see the value in Trent Bolt. Liam Livingston could be an interesting one, but I think you got to go with Faf personally. So, Except Faf's got to go home halfway through. Fuck, mate, they'll all go home halfway through, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they all fucking end up going home. Now, fucking... He's got that South African tournament that they're not playing those ODIs for. So uh, that's the only thing against it. I would take him, except that. For that reason, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe Liam Livingston or Jason Roy. Then, yes, Alexander. Roy's been stinker form. Anyway, well, we've probably talked no, about. <laughs> Good one. That's Stu. Hasn't played any cricket. Yeah. It's Stu. Um, I know I probably asked this question, but how were the platinum players decided? Um, they put their own price on their heads. Pavel Florin's actually on that list because he said, "I'll oh, come over <laughs> and for me." Is that true? Or is it a joke? No, it was, um, oh, so you'd say I'm a platinum player? Yeah, nominate, self-nominated. All right. yeah, but, then, but then they then they decide who it is, Alex. So we can say we're platinum players, and they'll go, "You guys are paper." Like it's like you don't actually Ten. have the final say in it. Yeah. Okay. Like Pavel, Pavel's mud. Like, yeah. yeah he's, he's magma. He's the core of the earth. He's that far away from the surface. Yeah, but that, you know, platinum's easily got, but. It, 
don't know. Realistically, yeah. It's, 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 a weird, it's, it's a weird way yeah, of doing it. Somehow, it's like Cricket Australia's way of protecting the clubs for themselves, from themselves. <laughs> they know the Renegades will fuck it up. So they're like, no, no, no. If you can only pick from one of these 12 players in the last, you know, three or four tournaments, apart from Faf and Trent who haven't played, the other three, you know, at stages have been very good throughout the tournaments in the last three or four of them. So that's the reason I'd say they've been given platinum status. Yes. Yeah. Why would you and ever also, pick a bowler in a platinum status? Yeah, Why? Wouldn't bowler. Unless Rashad it's Khan, Melinda. You'd Rashad Khan, platinum. Oh, maybe a spin. He's arguably the quick. best bowler in the comp. Chris Jordan takes a lot of wickets, and he's a good fielder, which is important in T20 cricket. Yeah, I think I should stop talking about whether players are good or bad. I've got no idea. <laughs> Brent Bowler will be an interesting one, but with the pill not moving and stuff in Australia, I'm not sure what his value will be. Yeah, we're betting. Yeah, true. <laughs> And feeling for the last five years on the circuit now across the various T20 leagues across the world, and mm-hmm. I would love to see him make a homecoming to the team in red. Big Faf with his big pipes. Imagine him just walking out in a towel, a la fight with David Warner so <laughs> in a red game. Yeah, what's happening here, boys? Imagine him and Sean Marsh at the top of the order having a pipe off in their tight red fucking shirts. Like, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Now that might get me to a game. Yeah, I might go to the uh, Eddie Head Stadium, Marvel Stadium, and watch a game if that's yep. the case. You reckon, <laughs> Faf's, you reckon Faf's into the rich flavours like uh, Sean Marsh, or is he my body's oh. a temple sort of style arrangement? Uh, I reckon he's a menthol type operator. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of those fresh burst babies. Hello. Yeah. yeah, the ones you can yeah squeeze the filter and it pops out to menthol. Or if you don't feel like it, you can just have a normal city. Yeah, this one of those podcast ones. has gone right down my well, I think you'd be, I think you'd be bubblegum vape man, but that's just me. Anyway. So. <laughs> he's walking around a big cloud. Uh, pretend that he's Chicken not smoking. Chicken corma vape. There you go. <laughs> Chicken corma. <laughs> Do it at either side because it's not real smoking, apparently. Yeah. Wankers. Yes, absolutely. Go outside with that. Clear oh, don't get the teacher involved. All right. Does it like bubblegum vapes or bubblegum in class? He doesn't like students in his class either, but that's something else. Yeah. But, um... Better be quieter if they're listening. <laughs> they were talking about a few BBL signings. So the biggest signing, which uh, got announced a couple of days ago, is that of Mr. David Warner who will end his nine-year absence from the Big Bash this summer after signing a two-year deal with the Sydney Thunder. So he's expected to only play in the, in the Thunder's final five regular season games um, after the test matches against South Africa finish. Um, and then he will go on a four-test tour of India, which we spoke about before. So... The deal is understood to be worth around what the top overseas players get, which we means you'll be looking around about five hundred thousand. I think there's oh, the for five the, games, hundred thousand dollars a game. game. Isn't that what good gig if you could extort Cricket Australia into getting yeah. it? <laughs> and then there's what a maximum of four finals. If you finish fifth and have to play every final, I think you can play four. Yeah. Wow. Um, yes, and in Chris Judd fashion, he will be paid outside of the th- of the Thunder salary cap by Cricket Australia. Oh, so, yeah. didn't know the Pratt's new Warner. So well. I think Dave Warner will be seen at some point giving someone a chicken wing or eye gouging at some point. <laughs> or going to a primary school once for five minutes and talking about the benefits of recycling. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him having a bloke on the ground with the toe end of his bat trying to get his eye out. Yeah. <laughs> It does seem very much like David Warner. 
put um, into the group conversation about uh, what do we think Warner's motivation is for playing for the Thunder, I will suggest money. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah I'd say so. He managed, he got what he wanted, though. It's smart by him. If you're a business person and he threatens to walk away from his Cricket Australia contract and go and sign with the UAE, the uh, T20 League, and then he's got him over barrel somehow and got half a million bucks out of him for five games. Well, well played, sir. In hindsight, I don't think he had him over a barrel as much as we think he did, which we'll talk about in a second with another player who's trying to go to the UAE. But um, he's come out and said that it was his three daughters who said they wanted to watch Daddy play at home. So he's going to play in the BBL. So that's a really good way of saying my three daughters walked past while I was signing this massive contract for all the fucking money I'm getting. That's called child abuse. You shouldn't be able to make up bullshit reasons like that and and sort of parlay it through your children. It's like you decided to do this. Stand up and stop. Ah, It's just wank and nonsense and fucking bullshit. Again. So someone here who's good at fixturing Ross, you might be able to add up quickly how many games of cricket Dave Warner will play for Australia in Australia this year? Would it be more um, than five? Play the four tests. And more than 100 overs, probably? T20 World Cup. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's not enough. Yeah, but he's fairness. I think his daughter's favourite colours are lime green, so they only watch lime green games. So they <laughs> well, don't watch that... him in any other games. Speaking so. of child abuse, fucking hell, making <laughs> your kids back for the Sydney Thunder. Good lord. That's fucking. That's like I'm with you on Sickening. this one, Ross. It's like uh, it's not Disgusting. true. It's obviously yeah. see through uh, because of the simple fact that he, he plays so much cricket in Australia anyway, and they go to every game in Australia pretty much. Yeah. Usually, you'll see him on the coverage. But um, it also fucking contradicts what his stupid fucking wife said that we talked about in the last podcast, that the best thing about the international ones is that they welcome the families more and spend more time as a family <laughs> oh, than the fucking BBL. So what is it, Warners? Do you get to spend time with each other in Australia or do you get to spend their time with each other overseas? Make your fucking minds up. Yes, it's mate. all lies, Mick. That's the thing yeah. with lies. You get caught out with lies not mashing up because it's all lies. You don't know what yeah. the truth is. You're right, Very though. True. Team Warner needs to get on the same page if they're going to stay out yeah. sprouting nonsense. Yes, David. I'll give you the truth. Cash. Yeah, that's all you need to know. That's that's why he signed the contract and his kids don't give a fuck about where he plays cricket, but he wants cash. And you know what? Good on him. Well done for getting your cash. Just stop making up bullshit. Watermelons and pineapples. That's what it's all fucking about. That's it. Malibu and pineapple. Correct. <laughs> all righty. So um, <laughs> other signings across the BBL. Uh, the Renegades signed uh, little John O'Wells, who is the BBL's leading run scorer. So um, he'll be he'll be at Marvel Stadium um, crafting out little 20s and 30s there. What a player. <laughs> what a player now that he wears red. I love how he is a known BBL <laughs> entity and he's not even good enough to be in the state squad. Yeah. You know? it's just, it's Does like, he play yeah. T20s domestically anywhere else or is it no. just Australia? What so. a guy. Yeah, what a guy. Uh, that's what, it, like, when there was criticism of Australia, the BBL and IPL, digger being full of third string Australians, it's like, no, the BBL is now full of those third string. He is third string. He's not doesn't play international cricket. He doesn't play state cricket. He just plays BBL cricket. It's just, it's fucked. I'm sure he plays really, great cricket somewhere as well. Yeah, it's fourth stringer. Yeah, I think. 
Or is um, it Mark Heap playing for a local T20 round robin? Gun for hire. East Doncaster on Wednesday. It just comes on a Tuesday night. He just susses out the comps. Do you guys play Tuesday or Wednesday? And then he signs up for a Tuesday and he signs up for a Wednesday. And he goes, I'll take the cash in a big bag when I get there on the night. I'll do a sporty Saturday night for you. Yep. Other than that, I will not be speaking to anyone at your club. Have a uh, car, have a car running at the front. So as soon as I go off stage, I walk straight into my car. I'm not buying a fucking <laughs> raffle ticket. None of that shit. All right. You can stick your raffle tickets up your ass. I just want to go home. I'll sign a playing shirt and I'll take all the profits from the fucking raffle. Okay. <laughs> um, so Speaking of folks that have also uh, signed up, uh, Trav Head has re-signed with the Strikers. So he's one of the first um, multi-format Australian contractor players to commit to BBL 12. So um, that got announced, I think it was today or yesterday. So. That's not really surprising. He fucking loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he loves playing he for the Strikers. Loves he loves playing 220. He yeah. loves playing fucking cricket. Loves well, nicking off the first. How else can explain staying in South Australia that fucking long if you just don't love playing fucking cricket? That's yeah. why he loves T20s. There's no slips, so he can't nick off to <laughs> I do have a short cover every now and then, so yeah. a little, little lip, half forward, half back, oh, punch shot to short cover. shitty little hang the bat outside off gets him one or four down to third man in T20s. Have you, have you got a couple more for us, Nick? I'm, I'm, I've got the list here of all the names. I'm just ticking them off. I just thought you might have a couple more <laughs> that, for That's us. actually it. That's all Oh, I've well, so that's interesting because I've been ticking them off and I was just going through and you hadn't mentioned who Chris Leonard signed for. Well, he hasn't signed with anyone, and that's who I'm talking about next, Roscoe. So, so Christopher Lynn has not signed with a BBL side because he's planning or has been announced as one of the 21 franchise players for the UAE T20 competition that David Warner was so keen to be part of. So I'm not sure how prestigious it is when Chris Lynn, who can't get a game in the BBL, is one of the franchise players, but we'll go with it. Um, but there is, a, there is an issue at the moment because Cricket Australia actually have the ability to block his plans to play in the UAE. And he has not, he has signed with this league and been announced without getting permission from CA to play in this competition. Do you so, know why they could block him? It's, it's yes, called I a no... That. Oh, sorry. It's called yeah. a no objection certificate. That is mm. correct. So um, so even though he doesn't have an upcoming deal, he's, he's yet to apply for a clearance to feature in the uh, ah, UAE's international My cricket league. style. Yeah, and, just, and um, yeah, like I said, it's... Cricket Australia, because this was the last comp he played in or whatever it is, they actually have the ability to say, no dice, Mr. fucking Lynn. And uh, and apparently he hasn't even approached um, the board about getting that sorted out. So it's going to be very interesting. Yes, Dave? Uh, I think it was first, but he might be making the same joke as me. Um, uh, I wonder if Cricket Australia are going to request that the UAE cricket board pay a thousand dollars for his clearance to be signed because he owes subs, subs and yeah. Yeah, yeah hasn't paid subs in three years freak in upon arrival yeah. <laughs> well it's uh, interesting because Lynn was playing in the uh, NatWest Blast so he must have got a NOC no yeah, objection certificate from Cricket Australia to do that I'm not sure if he's currently playing in the hundred no, uh, that would also require a NOC uh, I don't I know why if he if he did apply for an NOC, why he wouldn't get one. Yeah, and also, if none of the, none of the BBL hmm. teams want him, what are you gaining from fucking blocking hmm. him? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't I, see I'm sure it. if they don't, he could argue restriction of trade and he would get it anyway. Yeah. Because he yeah. is a professional cricketer. This is playing T20s is what he does. And if he's been delisted by a club and has had no interest from other BBL clubs or not to the satisfactory um, 
money yeah, it's a business. Wants. I'm sure yeah. you can fucking argue that it's restriction of trade. Uh, it's on the I same so. time, isn't it? That's why they're worried yeah. about it. I guess the, the bigger blast in the hundreds don't yeah, cross think over really I with think the it BBL. starts in Gen sometime. Yeah, so basically those yeah. five games that Warner could play for the Thunder, he could have yeah. played in the UAE. Yeah, mm. that's probably why they've got their arms up about it because no other league crosses over. So, yeah. Well, that new South African one, Will. Yeah, who the fuck wants to play that, Ross? Faf to proceed, Wally Russo. Like... Mm. Oh, imagine putting yourself down as a platinum player then fuck it off halfway through the year. That, that's fucking, that, that is a proper alpha move. That's, <laughs> that's, that's that in a towel. Yeah. That's a towel move. That's, that's walking out your towel going, what's going on, cunts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, better money over there. See you later. Hey. <laughs> Hold oh. my towel, I'm off. Walk <laughs> <laughs> straight into a plane. Nude runs up the runway. Goes to Spencer Street to get a train. Um I'll <laughs> train to South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, knows you get, everyone knows you're on the fast train to South Africa once you leave uh, Martin Stadium. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, so I can't see them stopping Lynn from doing that. Like, nah, yeah. good on him. Fuck off. Um, so um, in a little bit of other oh, domestic news, yes, we'll move away from the fucking BBL because you know, there's going to be much more of that talk about in the coming fucking weeks. See you, Chapo. Uh, so there is a little bit of Sheffield Shield news uh, doing the rounds. Fuck yeah! I think this was today or yesterday, yep. but there were reports that former Australian oh. skipper Tim Payne will be making a return to first-class cricket for this upcoming Shield season with the Tasmanians. The Australian reported that Payne has been secretly training with Tasmania for weeks. Secretly, despite Whoa. not having a, tr- a contact, a contact, a contract as well. He doesn't have a contract <laughs> as well. Um, and he, with a few he had a few contacts in his phone, if you know what I mean, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not Ching. So, um, yes, yeah, so he reportedly will make his return at club level first, but could potentially wear the gloves for Tassie in their opener against Queensland at Allen Border Field October 6th. Yes, David. Ross, you first. Oh, yeah. Apparently, the way he got back into training was um, he knew one of the staffers at Cricket Tasmania. And oh, so he just sent on. a cheeky text saying, oh, I just wondering when pre-season started. And they replied, and he said, "Great, have a look at my hog." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could have gone a bit more cricket than said, "Hey, have a look at this middle stump." So you got to fucking, you got to, you got to pun it up a bit more, Roscoe. I was going to say that he hasn't played cricket for a while, so he'd be stiff as a board the next day. <laughs> <laughs> what he after his comeback? Oh, there you go. There's the second one for you again. Oh, fan fucking tasty. <laughs> um, uh, he's a menace around a mobile phone, that guy. Uh, yeah. Wardy style. He's taken over from yeah. Wardy. Yeah, that's it. In tribute, in his honour. You should find mm. out that Tim Payne's been banging Australia's sexiest grandma. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a story. Uh, all righty. So, uh, hey, speaking... um, yes, David. Did you catch up on the other Sheffield Shield news out of today? Mr. Glenn, the big show, yes. Maxwell, yes. Oh, so after his taste of being put back in the test squad with oh, having no oh. fucking first-class cricket behind him at all, <laughs> the big show has decided, you know what? I don't mind that Red Bull stuff. I'm going to try and play Sheffield Shield cricket again this year. So he's looking to get back into the Victorian side. And I, for one, am all for it because he, yep, will, make fuck, he will make fuckloads of runs in the Sheffield Shield and help the Victorians win the title. So I'm all for it. Make him skipper. Yeah. I don't understand how he's going to – I understood there was like well, one or two opportunities in the last few years where he could have played one or two games yep. and did and chose not to. Yeah. And, but you could also say 
you know, other players in his boat have been rested, even though they are shield players from yeah. those games because of the you know, workload issues. Yeah, but they're in the test squad. Yeah, I suppose so. Like, what's he, what's he going to play? Two games? Or something? Yes, that was yeah. the article I read. Yeah. He, he said, yeah, I, I might have a chance to play two or three games. Better than Perfect none. preparation. True, better than none. Because to be honest, though, if he plays all the games that he's available for, what more can you ask of him? That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh, so he's qualified for finals, Ross. After that, doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Leave the test match early to go back and play in the state final. If you get a forfeit, just fucking name him just in case. Yeah, that's it. Wash it. You could probably do away with Trav Dean anyway and just put Maxwell and not play him. Well, that's it. You <laughs> might play with just, yeah. Trav, Trav Dean can fucking sub field and a bat one, bat one short if you fucking have to. The pl- player of the player of the Sheffield Shield season last year, yeah, Trav yeah, Dean. I know. Crazy. Uh, but, like, I, yeah, fair enough. You can only play what you're available for. Yeah, but yeah. that's, like, that's not going to get him in a test side, is it? You never know. Could one squad, one they're one playing one. a game, so playing yeah, two like, probably gets you back. It was 12-man without having played first-class cricket for yeah. about five would, fucking years. Oh, so. Yeah, it would purely because he was over there and it was in he, you know, spinning conditions is why it was Yeah, yeah they're going to India in February, March, so I reckon he thinks he'll play in India. Yeah, in uh, not for the home series. Okay. No, he's eyeing, yeah. that, he's eyeing that Indian tour. And he yeah, has played. Um, Just don't forget, he's opened the batting and the bowling in India before as well. Yes, scored a ton. Yes, David. And he has played first-class cricket in England, just not for Victoria. Yeah, so well, that's true. it's not like he hasn't played first-class cricket for since 2019. He's played a couple of and in, games in you know the what? county season. Mitch Swepps has been playing heaps of first-class cricket. It doesn't fucking help him. So. <laughs> and, and you can see that um, this would be, for Glenn Max, it would be his final frontier to go back to India oh, where he yes, made that Ross. ton and then make another ton before he retires because he's and 35. Then- Drink Southern Comfort and Coke and then sing K San and <laughs> Hey True Blue. Hey True Blue. <laughs> and, and then. Um, oh, no. Does India have can, sportsman's yeah. nights where he can go around and tell his story about him when he opened the bat and it opened Oh, they actually, India would fucking love it if the they big show was froth, getting around doing sports. They would big show yeah. sportsman's nights, I reckon, yeah. India. They would love it. Yeah. More than we would here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all righty. Speaking of. um. Blokes who uh, you either love or hate. Ian Chappell is retiring from commentary. Um, so it- the former Australian cricket yes. captain, uh, Ian Chappell, has ended his 45-year commentary career. Fuck. So um, the 78-year-old Chappell, who has been commentating on ABC Grandstand and Macquarie Radio in recent summers, has told the Sydney Morning Herald that he has been thinking about retiring for some some time. I had a minor stroke a few years back and I got off lucky, but it makes everything harder, Chapel said. And I just thought that with all the travel and walking upstairs and things like that, it's only going to get harder. Um, when I read that Rabbits, that's Rab, Ray Rabbit Warren, for uh, those playing at home, a uh, retired rugby league commentator. Yes, when I, when I read that, put a Ray Rabbit's yeah. Warren reference in When I read that Rabbit said with retirement, and it really struck home when I read the bit where he said, you're always one sentence closer to making a mistake. So that really struck with him. Uh, as what he thinks his legacy is, Chapel said it, it wasn't a question he could answer. It's up to other people to decide what they think of me. And some will think I've oh, been all right. Perfectly combative. And some just will think I've been nice a simple, nice question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, and that doesn't bother me one bit. 
Unless, uh, unless and I assume this is where the article cut off and his next sentence was, unless you aim both of them and you can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so. I'm not sure what he contributes to life or something yeah. was one of his quotes. No, I've got, the quotes, he- oh, I've got good. the quotes here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So did you want um, yeah, let's go. 10, 10 quotes from... Of course we do. Yes. Yeah, we'll start with some... Some of the longer. This should ones. be the whole podcast premise of just. <laughs> we should just do an hour of his quotes. Oh yeah, we've been focusing on the wrong guy in Australian cricket. Yeah. We've been focused on Justin Langer for fucking a year and a half. We should be focusing on fucking Grandpa yeah. Reed. I thought you were going to say we're focusing on the wrong guy because uh, Steve Smith is um, selling oat milk now. So. Oh fuck! Not oat cream. Have you heard? There's oat cream now. I'm not going to. How do you make that? How do you make an oat cum? Oh, <laughs> you got the oats cream and you take a little oat tank. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How those quotes get <laughs> the oats uh, taint. Hi, <laughs> hi Mr. Chapel. Hi, Mr. Chapel. I'm Piers Morgan. No, mate, you're a dickhead. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good starter. Uh, quotes from Ian Chapel. Quote, the other advantage England have got when Phil Tuffman was bowling is that he isn't fielding. That's a good one. <laughs> Another quote. The last positive thing England did for cricket was to invent it. <laughs> Fucking hates English cricket. Oh, yeah. Can you do it in a grandpa Ian voice in sort of oh. cadence? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's, that's, that's all you got. That's all you've got. I think that's Greg Chapel. <laughs> okay. Oh no, here we go. Discussing David Boone alleged drinking record from nineteen eighty nine. In my day, 58 beers between London and Sydney would have virtually classified you as a teetotaler. Oh, fuck off. It's the load of shit about that drinking. It's too much beer. It's really? like it's, you can't. How long did it take? Oh, 20 hours? 24 hours or something. 24 hours? Three. But that doesn't include the ones that he drank at the Hong Kong airport and the stop. Yeah, again. Come on. I don't believe it. I, no, I, I don't either. As a kid, it's I did it. When you hear the Andre the Giant drinking stories and you think that he was seven foot four and five hundred pounds, yes. and he was ba- and he was doing what they say Booney did. That's why I don't fucking believe it. Yeah. yeah. Although Booney is Tasmanian. True. Pass out. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. This one I resonated with me. Quote, I get really annoyed with this reverse swing term. It's either an outswinger or an inswinger. True. <laughs> <laughs> what he didn't say was, though, you hold one like that and then you take the shiny side and you turn it around for the other and that's an outswinger. Yeah, that's just reverse. <laughs> yeah. That's how you reverse the ball. You just turn the ball. Turn, turn the shiny side. Yeah. 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 On Greg Chapel. Greg can be a very patient man, much more diplomatic than either his father or his older brother. However, if you don't want to hear the truth, then don't ask him for a frank opinion. Greg grew up in a household where frank opinions are served up at breakfast more often than cereal and fruit juice. <laughs> That's oh, like that book out of the Simpsons, Don't Do What Johnny Don't that Does. does. Yeah. It does I, I try to work out the like logic flow of what he's trying to say. Is he a frank guy or is he not? Because he grew up in a household that was really frank, but his brother's not frank. Maybe he didn't enjoy that, so he doesn't mm. do it himself. Oh, yeah. it was so I had to read it four or five times. I still don't get that quote. This will warm your heart, Gim, this one. On Steve War. Oh, yes. It's the, oh, and he talks about an incident that you'll remember, David. I remember it. Happened at the Gabba in the class test series uh-huh. he played. The thing I couldn't abide with Steve was he was such a selfish cricketer. When he came out and said this would be his last season so he could have the grand tour and get all the accolades and all of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> he called Damien Martin through yeah. a ridiculous run at the Gabba. I remember it. Yeah, Damien should have just stayed where he was and Steve would have been run out by miles. Disgraceful. That's just a minor example. But there are many, many examples, which he doesn't name. Yep. I shouldn't say <laughs> he's the most selfish cricketer I've ever seen because he's not, but he's certainly the most selfish Australian cricketer I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, cop that, Steve. Oh, bang. Like he did talk in that day, though, Mato. Oh, bastard. yeah, absolutely. On Don Bradman. Don Brad, Bradman lied to me, and the other problem I had with him was that because I came from a cricketing family, I knew his history in that he'd had problems with the board and some of those problems were over finance. So I went to Bradman mistakenly thinking there would be empathy there when I was fighting for better pay and condition for my players, but it was totally the opposite. It was as though I was asking him to spend his own money. Oh, yeah, they've said that's been. I don't want to get us off oh, topic, yeah. but they've said that about Don Bradman for the longest yeah. of times. Well, like, Great player, yeah. but shit human being. But that thing yeah. is, like, a lot of people like to forget it. But, like, the reason, mm. like, the body line series, he didn't play like the first couple of tests because he was writing a newspaper column because that paid more than cricket. Yeah. And he wouldn't come back until they matched that money. And that's when he came back. So, like, those, yeah. first, those first couple of the Aussies are getting beat the fuck up by um, the Englishman. He wasn't even playing in them. And the board basically begged him. And he basically held him over a barrel for more money to come back. Yes, how, Dave. How can we not expect David Warner to follow that? Then, yeah, the Australia's greatest ever cricketer holding that for cash. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. Sorry, That's Ross. how we roll. No, on Ian Boson. <laughs> yes, feed it into my veins. <laughs> Botham? I don't have anything in common with Ian Botham. I thought he was gutless as a cricketer for the little bit that I played against him. Of the long-term commentators, he's by far the worst. And by, Sorry. And of the long-term commentators, he's the worst by so far. It doesn't matter. And I find him a very boring human being. I've got no intention of making up with him unless he wants to apologise for making up lies about me. He and the truth have a very distant relationship. <laughs> I don't see that one ever repairing, certainly not from my side. Fantastic. There you go. doesn't like both of them. It's just the weirdest cricket feud. Fucking yeah. chapel and mm. both of them. Yeah. Didn't even uh, play against each other, basically. I always remember that one where, like, um, yeah. Chapel was on commentary and he made like some comment about the tactics. And the bloke commentated with him goes, Oh, Ian Boston was on the, se- the series before this. And he said the exact same thing. And Chappelle, like, straight away goes, Yeah, broken clocks r- right twice a day as well. And just like, this just kept going. It's like, no, it's just, yeah, there's nothing there. He just hates Brand. So, so good. Yeah. This, this quote was in a website called The Kicker and they had a little 45 second video clip in there. Oh, <laughs> having an interview with someone about a, a comeback or something. And the bloke said, oh, do you think you'll get selected? And he goes, that's up to the selectors. It's not my decision. <laughs> and it's real defensive he, straight yeah, away. Yeah. The fucking best. The most defensive man that's ever lived in his life. <laughs> this guy, I don't know, mate. Oh, I don't yeah, think I don't you're going to elaborate, but the guy's like, "Is there? do you have any issue with any of these questions? And he goes, try all of them. Yeah. Because like, some of them are just like, g'day, how you going? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the best when he said, try all of them. And then he said, then he goes, why don't you stand over here and I'll stand there and ask questions. And you see, he pushes the bloke around and gets him stand over where the camera's at him and he stands on this side. Oh. And the clip finishes with him just like marching off through the grandstand to get yeah. back to whatever he's doing. Wearing yeah. some weird 80s, 70s short shorts and like and a... Songs, a red t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm not oh, happy with the funny. news that he had a stroke, but I'm happy with the news that he's not commentating anymore. Fuck. <laughs> I used to hate him until I read his yeah. book, and, and then, then I loved. Oh no, nah, I fucking loved him after that. Right <laughs> down my alley, fight authority at every opportunity. 
no mm. even thought to the process of what the authority is or is doing. You just got to <laughs> fight it <laughs> throughout his entire book. He's just battling people in power. Fuck them. Yeah. Oh, uh, the greatest. All righty. Well, speaking of the nation that Ian Chappell fucking loathes, we're going to talk a bit of baseball. We're going to talk a bit of international cricket, and that is the first test that uh, the Englands hosted the South Africans. I don't know what the Englands are, but they hosted South Africa anyway. So, um, England's England, and Wales cricket England's board. England's and Wales's. Yeah. Uh, so, England have fallen to their first test defeat in the new era under Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum, as we like to call the Basball era. Suck shit. Where they were thrashed by South Africa <laughs> by an innings and 12 runs. Oh, in two and a half days. Fucking So, hell. England have been given a brutal reality check um, in the new era under Ben Stokes as a team, as they felt. Why the fucking write the same thing twice anyway? Ah. Yeah, so they felt like Bull said within three days, uh, the first test. So um, the Proteus took a lead of 161 in the second innings and then rolled England for 140, in just 37.4 overs before T on the third day to take the lead in the three test series. So um, first day, so first inning, England made 165. Ollie Pope got 73. Next best was Benjamin Stokes with 20. It was uh, Big Rabada who tore him apart in the first innings, taking five for 52. What a player. Yeah, he's an absolute corker. So, uh, Strike rate's like the best ever, isn't it, for people over 10 wickets or something oh, ridiculous okay. like that. Yeah, it's mental. Uh, he's a good bowler. I think just because we don't see him a lot, you don't hear much. He doesn't seem to get the pats on the back like a, like an archer did when he come on the scene and all that, but Rabada's an absolute gun. Yeah, he. I don't think he'd been injured. Like, yeah, he's having trouble. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Saffers made 326 in their first innings. It was Surreal Erwee with 74 <laughs> and Marco Jensen with 48. Stokes, and, Jensen. Broad, Stokes and Broad took three for 71 each. Um, and then, as we said, the Englishman got rolled for 149, which was enough to lose by an innings to 12 runs. Stu Broad top scored with 34. Um, so Saffers win. Uh, Rabada, unsurprisingly, it's man of the match for his fifer with no tons being made. Yes, Alex. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's go to Ross. Oh, yes, it was actually um, a brother's love, the Marco Jensen story that um, got them over the line, which was good to see. The Hallmark movie, check it out. It's really I'm glad cool. I forgot what to say. They passed yeah. over to And then that. I was, was able good. to fill in the, the, the dead air for you. And the next <laughs> test starts tomorrow at 8 p.m. So hopefully. Australia is standard time. That's correct. You know the big mistake England made? Yep. Whatever it was, winning or losing a toss. No. (laughs) All the tests they won against New Zealand and India, they batted fourth Uh, and chased down 300. You you bat first, you can't bat fourth. So there was a big mistake there. I don't know if they won or lost the toss, but you can't be batting first if you're going to chase down uh, 300 in the fourth innings, can you? True, that's true. Mm. I was was really only four test matches too late with my prediction of them just getting the fucking shit kicked out of them. (laughs) That's it. The ratios were a bit off to start. We're just teething problems. Next year, it'll be 12 tests. Now they'll just have... 48 shit ones in a row yeah. again. Until mm. the ashes and then they'll fucking all of a sudden play some of the best cricket you've ever fucking seen. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's James what I remember. Was... Step out of his grave and take a five for oh, some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stu Broad will take six for four. And he's 75 not out somehow. I read yeah. something the other day that like Jimmy Anderson is the first player over 40 to play a test match as a fast bowler in like 10 years or 10 yeah, right. years or something. Yeah. 
So Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Who's the, who was the one before him? Probably yeah, Andy Caddick. He was 40 when he started, wasn't he? It was born 40. I don't know. Jimmy Anderson must hate his fucking wife. Like, just <laughs> just retire, mate. Go home and spend some time with her. Yeah. Don't you have enough money? Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's almost it's, like, you know, elite sportsmen might be driven by more than just getting out of the house. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, what it is is that his kids are still young. They're only two or three. So he wants them to be able to see him play cricket. And oh, in England. Like Warner. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to play. And so he's going to play on until they're like seven or eight. Can remember. Uh, that's better than my theory that his wife said, once you retire, we're going to paint the house. And he just refuses to retire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, David. There's a big gap between the first and second test, Mick. The second test starts tomorrow. I know yeah, the first one finished weeks. early, like, but yeah, but still, like it's, it's been a big gap. That, that first test was pretty much only a day or so after we recorded the last podcast. I think. Yeah, so been, yeah it was. It was on Wednesday. It started on a Wednesday last oh, really? week. Yeah. Oh, last week. Yeah. I think you're a liar, Ross. No, it's I'm going to back up Ross here, so we're got on the cricket jury. Australia app. I know it's not always accurate, but it says it started on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, maybe because it finished early. It feels like a long Look time up then. the World yeah. Test Champo app, Ross, and check out the fixture on the app. Yeah, well, they went up the ladder after they won that. So. Yeah, true. Um, I did want to say, how's your natural game going now, cunts? That's what I was going to say <laughs> earlier. <How's>, <laughs> what was it you relied on an old bloke? A bloke who's played 100 tests, averaging 35. That's what I think. I middle said, order. You're relying on some redheaded prick who averages 35. No, you're relying on Johnny fucking Bearstone. Yeah, That's yeah, where the problem Barstool. That's yeah. like the middle house. stump. Relying on Johnny Bearstone is like building a house on fucking sand 88 like, test Jesus matches Christ. averages 34 and a bit or 35 yeah, and that's, his, so, that's their saviour here's God. his contribution to this game duck off five balls in the first innings slow in the second innings 18 off 24 oh that's uh, his natural game yeah, ball. Yeah, he must have dropped a few catches and if we're talking about his natural game <laughs> instead of catching everything that comes to him with the bloody yeah, yeah, um, New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, could drop a thing. Well, it just shows that New Zealand is second on the ladder, they're lower than North Melbourne, so they're not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, getting my ladders mixed up. What the hell's going oh, on? Get off the app? footy live, go to the yeah, cricket yeah, line. It's it's that, there's something wrong with the app. Yeah. Uh, pit the eyes out okay, of New Zealand have got a new coach, it says here, Alistair Clarkson. Mm-hmm. That's good for a cricket podcast. Oh, these uh, footy live jokes really aren't hitting today. <laughs> but still trying it, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. So that's enough of our prepared statements for today. Um, so do we have any list of feedback before we uh, fully jump the shark on this endeavour? Well, I, I thought... thought I did. I'm not sure if I've uh, mentioned this, uh, but we got a bit of feedback to say, fuck, we love talking about the BBL and everything around it, in and around it, the rules, the fixturing, the draft, for people that routinely say how much we hate it. So there we go. And I'm like, that's pretty much on brand for our podcast. It's about, the, it's about the only thing to fucking talk about at the moment. Mm. So I'm not talking about the 100. I fucking refuse. 
Yeah, yeah. Listen to one of the other thousand ones, you know. Yeah, like, that, that one yeah. that's just about BBL. Pick your fantasy teams. It's yeah. the bottom of the barrel stuff. So it's a farmer yep. friend who spends a lot of time on a header. So it'd be he would Fuck. have gone through literally every other podcast that exists, and then, and then like, I may as well oh, listen to my mates once. So, rip the yeah. band-aid off, get into this. Yeah, yep. he, he won't listen to it again for another 179 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. David, was I it? thought you had an update on some Sheffield Shield point scoring. Yeah, oh, I think yes, uh, there was a question. A request come through to you, Al, didn't it? Yep. Um, to actually explain the Sheffield Shield point system for everyone. Because right. we laugh about it a lot, but I don't actually know how it works. So. And we also laugh about the fact that I do fuck all on this podcast. So I'll put my hand up <laughs> to look them up and talk about it. So um, basically, it's, it's clear as mud. And Ross, obviously, you're across this. So um, <laughs> teams get six points for an outright victory. Uh, All right. Outright is winning both the innings. Yep, winning the game of cricket. Yep. Yep. Uh, one point for a draw. <laughs> what? Sorry, Ross. What, what got that you there, good. mate? Uh, good. Good. Make a beast seem dumb. Yep, winning the game. Yep, that's yeah, yeah, winning that's it. Yeah, patronizing yep. <laughs> you won the game. Like, yeah, if you, yeah, you, you won. Win. If you win, you get points. Fuck yeah. You yeah. win. That's winning the game. So I'm just happy to get the six points. That's it. Then we'll move into next week, try and get another six points. <laughs> um, taking it one game at a time. That's it. Six points for an outright victory. Uh, one point for a draw each. Plus skin. This is where it gets a bit uh, a bit topsy turvy and a bit yeah. interesting. Um, point zero one of a bonus point for every run over two hundred a team scores during the first one hundred overs of their first inning. For example, if you score 350 after 100 overs, that'll net you 1.5 bonus points. Wow. So if you draw the game and you scored 350, you would get 2.5 points. If you scored 350 in under 100 overs, correct. You also get 0.1 of a bonus point for every wicket your team takes during the first 100 overs of the opponent's first inning. So if you take all of the first innings wickets before the 100 overs is up, that'll get you a solitary point bonus style. Okay. Is that it? And that's, that's it. There's oh, no really? second innings points. That's It's a pretty simple system. If you've got a calculator or some sort of Microsoft Excel pen algorithm, and yeah, mm-hmm. pen and paper, you could probably use if you like. Um, Al, you got a question? Yeah, I think it's... follow up on the points. It's also... Um, on the World Champo, Test Champo app, the, you just key in the numbers. As well. Yeah, right. Um, what is the maximum points you can get then? So you get six for winning outright. You yep. Should... Oh, I suppose it's unlimited maximum points. You can score no, 2,000 no. runs. No, no. It'd be 8.5, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, I suppose it is yeah. unlimited. Yeah. It depends on the runs, but realistically, yeah, it's going to be somewhere in that vicinity of eight and a bit, you'd think. Yeah. yeah. 400 runs in a first 100 overs. Good going. Yeah. In theory, you're unlimited points if you well when you're batting in your first innings, but you can only get one extra point as a bowler. If I've learned anything from Mm. cricket twenty two on the Xbox, you can easily score a thousand runs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's very realistic. So that's our in-depth look at how the Sheffield Shield point system works. And I'll go back to 180 episodes of doing fuck all again. Thanks, Paul. Next time we can look at the uh, Royal B Cup points. Oh, yeah, set to sizzle. You beauty. What's it called these days? Marsh. 
Marsh, that's right. Who is it? Who is it? Who's Marsh? Marsh. They're both Who's Marsh. 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 It's Marsh, Sheffield, Shield, and the Marsh. Marsh, Shield, Marsh. He's getting their money, Marsh. Marsh. Yeah. Boggy it's Marsh. Back of Shield. Boggy <laughs> Marsh has got way too much fucking money. That's all I've got to say yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, all righty. So that's us done for this episode of Mid Off Cricket Podcast. Do you have a final thought, ship. Ross? Uh, you're just a surprise quiz. The surprise is there is no quiz. <laughs> oh, nice. oh, Bull still won somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we're um, we've been in the quiz for a little bit after last week's or last episode. Particularly episodes. exciting oh, last yeah. time. No, no, the the wicket keeper off. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck. oh, oh. I saw Still a picture of Victoria's oh. Richie Robinson when I was um, going up to my seats in the Ponsford stand the other day. Oh, week. did you? Yeah, he's on the wall there when you go up the stairs. Nice. Good on him. I wish him all the best. Yeah, well, me. Like to all those keepers. Is he yeah. still with us, Richie Robinson? <laughs> Probably not. Maybe. Oh, even better, doesn't have to listen to this podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, that'll be heaven's life. Just life, but podcast. without this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what do we get? Father's Day, Fairy Gold Sock. Fuck yeah. So get Order some, now. Get some uh, socks get, for your papa, dad. Some socks. Or get your socks for someone else's dad. Or, you know, <laughs> even if it's your mum. Your mum wears socks. That's it. Get socks wherever you fucking want, really. That's doesn't it. matter. Get them for yourself, your dog. Just buy some fucking socks. That's it. And as Frederick they say, Harold, as they say in the classics, <laughs> as they say in the classics, thank fuck this is over. All righty, see you later, everybody. Hey, hey, now that is a good ending. That's that's, that's how you should finish every episode. Good ending to a good podcast. Whackers.